So as I was talking in my um, previous podcast about transcendental meditation, I wanted to break this up into two different kind of topics and talk about the conscious and unconscious mind and, and really understanding. Um, and I think that, you know, going back to that period of my life when I was going through this, you know, very spiritual journey, uh, now that I think about it, there was actually three things happening at the same time. Um, I was reading a book called The Purpose Driven Life. I had met this meditation teacher, and I was really diving into NLP uh, and understanding the conscious and unconscious mind and understanding. And so I was doing this kind of meditation. I was doing this 40-day purpose-driven life book, which I've suggested this book to many people, and most people do not take from it what I took from it. Um, uh, you know, it's a very Christian, very religious book, and I'm not, I'm not a religious person at all. Um, but at the time, I was really trying to figure out what I believed about God, the universe, and, and really figure out where, I, where my place was and what my purpose was. So these three things were really speaking to me in different ways simultaneously because I was really seeking that kind of knowledge and experience at the time. And maybe I'll even do a third podcast and talk about you know, the purpose-driven life and that book and how that impacted me. But I'll, I'll save that for a different time. I want to focus on... Uh, the conscious and unconscious mind. Um, and like I said, I, I went through a period for a couple of years where I was really, really trying to find myself and find my way in the world and find my place in the world. Um, and during that time, I, I can't remember if it was an exercise that I did from an NLP book or, or something that I was looking into that had me do this very specific exercise that um, is very profound in my mind, in my memory of it, um, and, and still sticks out today. And that's that at, a, at, a, at an age where I had just been successful, or sorry, I'd been, you know, filled with tons of failures, and then I was suddenly successful, and then I was failing again, I felt like there was some underlining issue inside of myself that was contributing to the failure. Like I, like I didn't believe that I was worthy of the success, you know? Um, and therefore I had self-sabotaged my own success, you know? Um, and so I was, I think I was diving more into the NLP world at this time um, and trying to understand, you know, the human mind and why do I think a certain way. And I remember a very, very specific activity or like assignment that the, the book or the thing I was reading gave me. Uh, and you're probably saying, didn't he say he's dyslexic? He's I don't read a lot, but I during this period of time, I was really desperate to find myself. So I was actually trying to read more books at the time. I was trying. I was trying my best to learn. But um, uh, at the time, I really focused in on trying to understand why I thought a certain way. Because there was an underlining thought pattern inside of me that I couldn't get rid of at the time. Um, and I did this exercise. And what it did is it had you list, because the basic premise of it is that your unconscious mind is shaped from 
early childhood experiences, your mother, your father, your grandparents, your culture, um, your teachers, anyone significant, because you have to imagine people that we love and trust when we're young plant belief systems into us, not because they're bad people, but based on their belief system that was planted into them from previous cultural experiences, family issues, family experiences, you know, we all have someone in our family that says, oh, flying is bad, you know, and they've never been on a plane and they, they don't fly because they know someone who died back in the 1970s or 60s, but therefore it's carried forward and therefore, you know, it's, it's kind of passed along. So there's, that's, a, that's kind of maybe a bad example, but it's, a, it's an example to show you how a belief system can get passed along, right? A superstition can get passed along. And believe it or not, as humans functioning in the world, we all carry that. Everybody has their own unique unconscious thought patterns that play out underneath what you've consciously chosen. And I think our, you know, specifically the millennial generation and on are more aware of our conscious minds than our unconscious minds because we've had access to more information. We've had access to the internet. We're able to, um, seek out information at a greater rate faster and curb maybe some of those unconscious thought patterns. And we also are more aware of how that's affected our parents and different things. So I think our generation is kind of that generation that's been waking up to it. And I was going through that at a very young age that I was thinking, you know what, these are not really my thoughts. And I don't know why I keep playing out these patterns in my life. They're not really what I believe about the world, but they keep happening to me. And how do I, how do I unthink them, right? How do I unthink that I'm going to fail all the time? How do I unthink that things don't work out for me when that's not really the case in my life? So what I had to do is they did this exercise, and I'm, I've been talking about this exercise and not actually explained it for a long time. So let me get to the exercise. The exercise was is that uh, you make a list, you take a piece of paper, and if you could just draw a line down the middle and you write good and you write bad, and you write someone's name. Um, so you start with your mother, you start with your father, maybe an older sibling, um, priest, teachers, anyone that would have, you uncles, aunts, anyone that would have had any influence in your thinking, and if you can think back to what do you remember that they taught you or the memory that you have, just just because you got to remember you were absorbing these people's thought patterns, the way they think, what they saw the world as, good or bad, all of these things. And we developed an unconscious belief system on the world based on these characters in our life. Literally imagine, I want you to physically imagine you being a younger person and an older, preferably just taller person, so someone bigger than you, saying something and that going into your brain and that becoming what you thought of the world. And then as you got older and you got exposed to the life, or to life, sorry, and to, to the world, you started to realize that those things didn't mesh with what you knew of the world. But the unconscious part of it is unconscious. So you don't have the conscious mind operating to understand uh, what's, what's underlining that, right? And so a lot of us, and this is where a lot of 
sometimes our own internal conflicts come from is we consciously know a certain thing to be true or not to be true. But your unconscious mind is most in display in moments of fear or moments of unbelievable joy when the emotion takes over, our unconscious mind can filter through more. So a lot of times, like right now, in the midst of the virus and everything that's happening as I'm recording these, a lot of your unconscious thought patterns are really starting to play out in a more prevalent way because you're in a fight or flight mode, you're, you're in a fearful moment. And therefore, your unconscious mind is driving you more than your conscious mind. When everything is good and you're not stressed, um, you can operate in your conscious mind more. You can be more conscious of your decisions. Now, I'm not saying to you that your unconscious thought patterns or the way you interpret what people say to you or the experiences you're having, that your unconscious mind is not influencing that, but it's not as prevalent. But right now, a lot of our unconscious thought patterns are playing out a lot more often than we probably realize because we're in a moment of fear. Uh, there's an unrest. There's an unknown to it. Therefore, we, we unplay. I'll give you an example of my life. Um, and despite all the spiritual stuff that I'll talk to you about, and, and, and maybe I don't actually believe that there's a God in the sky judging me right? That's my conscious belief system. I don't consciously believe that there's a man in the sky judging me whether I'm good or bad. But in moments of fear, or even when something goes my way, I'll be like, oh, God was looking out for me, even though I consciously don't believe in that. Because unconsciously, my, grandma, my grandmother was a Catholic and believed devoutly in God and always talked to me about God. So it's planted in me before I had the choice to choose to allow it to be a part of my belief system or not. Um, and that's, that's an extreme version, but I wanted to give an idea of conscious and unconscious mind. I don't consciously believe that, but I'll tell you, on a plane, if there's turbulence, I'm like, yo, God, get me out of here. <laughs> Just let this plane land, you know what I mean? I promise everything will be good, you know? Um, no, I, I, sorry, that's, that's a horrible example. <laughs> People are probably totally judging me right now in, this, in that example. But I wanted to give some clarity in an extreme of conscious and unconscious mind. And so as you go through this list, sorry, going back to the exercise, I, I'm really digressing on this one, but I'll, I'll try to get back to the, the exercise. Because this is the exercise that I, if you can do something from the podcast and actually take something from it, it would be this. Is you make this list of each person that you believe in that you can remember had influence. And you put the positive and you put the negative. And I want you to rip in half the negative. And I want you to physically throw it away. I want you to physically throw this away. Your mind needs this image of you throwing away those negative thoughts. Now, I'm not telling you that if you throw them away, they're just gone. What I'm telling you is that if you mentally think of them. You physically write them. You physically, your mind sees you ripping it in half and crumbling it up. And you consciously choosing, this is not my belief systems, and you throw them away and you throw them in the trash. And what I want you to do is I want you to fold up the good ones and I want you to keep them. I want you to physically do this so your mind sees it. 
So you are telling yourself consciously and unconsciously, you're choosing to focus on only the good and you only want to take the good with you and you want to get rid of the bad. The bad thoughts are still going to creep up. Okay. It's not going to just go away. If you're, you know, if you're like me, you're 40 years old, you can't just unthink 40 years of belief systems. But if you can be consciously aware that those thoughts are not your thoughts anymore and that you have thrown them away and that when they creep up, that you are consciously choosing to not believe in them anymore and that you are aware that that is not your belief system that that is a belief system that was planted in your mind by somebody else. You can at least consciously, in the moment, choose to change the trajectory of that thought pattern. Now, you're not going to eliminate it. It's not like that's how it works. I'm, I've been doing this since I was 21, and they still play out. I still have them. But I can at least have the awareness to go, you know what, that's not mine. I didn't believe that. I believe that because of someone else. And I'm, I, I accept that it's in my brain and it's circulating around, but I'm not going to let that affect my decision. Um, and, you know, it's not, I'm not perfect. I, unconscious patterns still play out in me every day. But I have minimized them throughout the course of my life by having this awareness of them, tearing them up and throwing them away, keeping the good... And when the negative resurfaces, I can say to myself, that's actually not my belief system. That belief system did not come from me. That belief system is not what I choose to believe in the world. Um, and I'm able to operate on that conscious mindset of saying, okay, this is not me. And I'm going to operate with what I believe is my belief system that I'm consciously choosing to live in the world and I'm going to eliminate this negativity. So once again, I'm just going to go over because I digress so much throughout this and I really apologize. I, I really just am trying to flow and, and let it go. I, I really want to give you this exercise to do for yourself. It's that you're going to write a list, the good and the bad of each person that you can remember from the moment that you have conscious memory as a child because that person just energetically influenced your belief, good or bad in the world. It, it really has an unconscious thought pattern inside of you, right? Um, if you can go back and list out every person that you can remember, probably to about 18 to 21 is when we really start to form, you know, early, I would say earlier than that, but you really start to develop your, what you believe in the world. Once you start to become about 18 to 21, you probably start to fade out, but still include that portion of time in your life and play out. What do you really believe and not believe? And what really is your choice that you believe in the world? And what is an unconscious thought pattern and the good and bad of that and write that on a list tear up the bad, get rid of it, keep the good, and try to have the awareness when that negativity surfaces up in your life that you can consciously choose to compartmentalize, compartmentalize it and say, that is not my belief system. That belief system comes from that person. And I'm not going to choose to believe that anymore. I'm going to exercise my conscious ability to choose what I really believe about the world and operate on that plane and move forward. So I hope this was helpful. 
I'm really sorry that I bounced around. I don't uh, keep notes on these things. I try to just pick a subject and let it flow so it's more natural. Um, so I hope it helps. And um, I really uh, am grateful to anyone that listened to the end. I really appreciate that. I know that uh, these can drag on sometimes and I can digress a little bit. So I really appreciate um, anyone who followed all the way to the end.